Behind every interesting person is a great story. This is Person of Interest with Natalie Jones. And welcome back to this week's episode of Person of Interest with me, your host, Natalie Jones. This week's episode, I have Craig Russell. He's also known as the English Contractor. Maybe you know him from, let's see, just from doing your house, from being around town, from being a trickster, an animated guy, and also he had his own TV show. He and his team did, called The English Contractor on Destination America. It aired right in the beginning of COVID in in mid-March. And I must say, this is our second interview because I was, I did interview him before to promote the show and then COVID happened, the interview got outdated. Here we go. He and his team are nationally known. They have won this past year in 2020. Congratulations to them. One of the top 500 remodeling companies in America. And also, they have won five years in a row. Contractor of the Year, amongst many other awards. Dozens of them. He's a dope guy. He's a badass. His entire team, they're all badasses. They work in their own way, and they get ish done. So listen to me and Craig just talk about life. I hope you guys love it as much as I love you. And if you want to get in touch with him, he says, just Google the English Contractor. He's also known on Instagram as at the English Contractor. And I say this, if you guys ever see his cars around town, snap a pic, post it on Facebook, and tag the English Contractor. You know, we get in there, and you know, I'm, I'm in a good place. And I'm actually in a place where now I can kind of get back to enjoying it. Rather than sometimes it's like, oh, I've got to get up and I've got to get this done today. I've got to get this done today. And it's a ball ache and you're like, you know, mm-hmm. balls to the wall. And so you can give attention to people more. So it's better. Well, I guess starting there, how do you find your, um, how do you, uh, for real, like manage or how do you manage to stay productive when you're in the chaos and when you're out of it? I find it really hard to be as when I'm in it, yeah. you know, I'm like, I love, I kind of yeah, love it. Yeah, off that. Yeah, it's like and, a bit of a, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like moved and shaken and work yeah. just becomes easy. Yes. But when I'm more relaxed out of it, I feel like it's when the real work is in it. Because yeah. you have to, it's harder for me to push myself to do things when I have more time. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, you, I kind of, I'm one of these people who I work better under pressure. Yes, yeah, Rather than having, you know, if I've got a, like a 100 lists to do, I'm like, great. You know, if it's like I've only got one or two things, it's like, ah, oh, I'll do them tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's like, ah, tomorrow. I, I think that's pretty normal, though, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Pretty- you can just from, from uh, you know, you prioritize things and you're like, do I really need to take the dog to the vets today? Let me just call the vets. Oh, you my know? God, right? <laughs> like, I've just- been getting really bad at, um, this is a little bit closer. Yeah, we're, we'll just go flow with it. Yeah. I've been getting really bad at um, just even like doing my laundry now. I like, we'll just let it, what I started to do over COVID was just buy more clothes yeah, online. Not, I've had to do that. And like, <laughs> not, not because I've run out of laundry, because I've expanded. Yeah, same. No, I've, same too, though. Gonna same. Going up a size. <laughs> oh, my God. Yesterday, I went, um, you know, I was doing this um, uh, push-up challenge yep. on fa- Facebook, you know. Yep. And um, and this guy that I haven't seen, I went to grade school, I haven't seen him since we were like eight, yeah. reached out on Facebook and was like, you're doing your, can I teach you how to do push-ups correctly? Yeah. I have some tips. He owns a gym and yeah. stuff. 
So I went there yesterday, and he was like, before we start, would you like me to weigh you and do your whole body eval? <laughs> yeah. I was like, ugh. Oh, I like, ugh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, been a, it's been a rough week. I've been traveling. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it was definitely a lot of changes have been made in the expansion-wise. Yeah, yeah. Really well, it's good. It's, it gives the more fuller figure. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm modeling myself on the figure eight. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Which reminds me, so what was Tim talking about in the... Oh, with that. Uh -huh. that, as we do that, <laughs> we think of gynecology salutes. My wife's a gynecologist. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> That's right, yeah. She's oh. a OBGYN, so. Oh, is her last name Russell? Correct, yeah. Whoa, how do I not? <laughs> well, I'm a girl. How do I not know who she is? No, oh, weird. I don't know. She's, oh. she's done a few podcasts for a few people and everything else and nice. talked about premenstrual tension mm -hmm. and. You know, sex after giving birth, vaginal dryness. Yes. You know. <laughs> Get the lube out, baby. <laughs> Sorry. And I was like, all those things are, you know what, I've never had a kid, but I'm sure you know them all. You can just address, you know, I kind of. We're all adults you know, when you, Yeah, when you sister did the mm. dinner table, you know, you kind of, how was your day? Well, I delivered four children today. Oh, great. I built a wall. Hey, <laughs> you know, let's who's on comparison here. I saved a person's life, and I'm like, oh great. I poured some concrete. You That's know. super cool, though. That you guys. Um, I didn't realize. I guess I didn't. Um, I forgot about that. Well, that must be so great for your kids to grow up in, in a household with. It is. It two is two really great parents doing completely different stuff, but yet very highly functioning. You know? Well, it it is good and bad. You know, obviously, all the kids run around and address mm -hmm. everybody. Like every part of the anatomy by the traditional name, like oh, just going to get my penis out. Yeah. <laughs> well done, everybody else. Just get your wiener out. You know, right? <laughs> it's like you know, it's like okay. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah, move on with the medical directory. <laughs> it's like yeah, great. So I do want to say this before we continue because Craig Russell, you are um, this is your second time actually coming into the Q and O two Person of Interest Studios, but the first one did not air because I am a jackass. So, no, you're not. I know you're so nice about it, but for real, y'all, we really did. Um, we recorded one right before COVID. Was it yes. right before COVID? Yeah, it was just before. Yeah, I think so. And then COVID, and I was gonna, I was gonna schedule it like a month out, and then COVID happened, and I didn't come into the office for a long time, and mm -hmm. I just, I had like five on deck that yep. I've slowly, just now, six yep. months later, been releasing. It was because so, of the virus. It was because of the virus, <laughs> but you came in the show because we were talking about your TV show. That's correct, which is aired. Which has aired. It was yep. on Destination America. Yes. And what was it called again? The English Contractor. The English Contractor. And how did that go? It went really, really well, actually. Yeah. So much so that we're currently chatting, I would say, about season two. <gasps> oh, my God, that's so exciting! Yes. Oh, my God, congratulations! I'm yeah. blowing the levels up now. Is yeah. this on Destination America as well? Uh, we're actually here. It might be on a different channel, which has a... You're not allowed to say don't get yourself in trouble. I know you don't get yourself in yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah, it might be something to do with a flower. <laughs> That's very exciting. Yeah. Oh, what? I'm confused. Okay, cool. Mm. Well. We, we, we're talking. We're talking. Okay. With the f oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's super exciting. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, I'm not, my I'm God. Not, I'm, I'm just, yeah. Oh, okay. Not surprised at all. Yeah. Not surprised at all. We'll I um, am not surprised that when you found yourself on camera, you love it. Actually, I, it, it's not that I love it. I just kind of. I guess I'm just 
Made for just, it. Just do what I do, yeah? Yeah. I, I know I've got the face of radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. At least I know for me, we're similar, is that the first time I did something on camera, yep. something um, just lit up in yep. me. And I don't ever watch it because I just don't. Yeah, That's my I'm own shit, right? I've never, mm-hmm. I, you don't, I don't watch it. But I um, love it. It was like, oh, this is my something. I just love it. I just love it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like that little... I don't know. Yeah, there's some inside where, you know, some people are like, oh, no, there's a camera. And, you know, you can be the most competent person in the world. Mm-hmm. And somebody puts a camera on you and you're like, uh, how, how now, brown cow? And I'm kind of like, here we go. Yeah. But actually, you asked me to say something scripted. Um, I'm all over the oh, place. Dude. So yeah, if, it comes to, if it comes to doing the news at Fox 19, I've had it. That's it. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, I'm the same. So in ra- like in radio, yeah. um, you get everyone, everybody has their own style. Yes. And as a non-traditional radio person as I am with like limited experience yeah. in media, you know what I mean? I yeah. kind of just, as you. And um, everybody has said to me, Write out your breaks before, practice them, do this stuff, you know? Yeah. And every time I script it and do it that way, I completely fuck it up. Yep. Every single time. Um, that, yeah. I feel like I do the best if I look at the wall and close my eyes, and then it's like magic. Yeah. You know? I, uh, I just had to do, um, for the, like, um, I sponsor the American Institutes of Architects, and there's like a Quran kind mm. of a group in Cincinnati and everything else. And we do this uh, award ceremony, which obviously had to be virtual this year. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, Craig, we'd like you to present some of the awards. And I was like, here's the script. And I was like, and the award <laughs> for the best kitchen goes to uh, 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 robot, robot. You know, I was just like, just just tell me roughly. I'm yeah. like, and the award for the best kitchen goes to... Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> The eyes are not going as quick as the mouth. And I'm like, yeah. uh, 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 uh. And oh, then, my God. And were you, like, in your uh, in your house just reading Yeah, that? actually, kind of, yeah. yeah. And, and then it was really funny because I'm like, and then they put some really big words in there, and I was like, huh? What's that word say? Hey, catch that. Break it up like A E I cat. No, it's like, te-he, te-he, it's there. Well, nice. And how was so the speaking of awards, you're yep. um you've won a lot of awards. I've won a couple of awards, yeah. Dozens, people, dozens. You are a being few, very few. But very it's not me, here. it's the team. It's the team, yeah. There's yeah. no iron team. And um, you know, teamwork makes the dream. It does. Yeah. And you are a really great leader from what I can imagine. I try to be. And so just so you know, he is the fifth year remodeler of the year. Where does that come from? I don't know. We enter some competition and then they put everything together and then they're like, hey, you won this award. All right. And it's like the price is right. Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the steps. <laughs> do, 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 do. As you fall in. You would totally be, what's her face, Jennifer Lawrence, who trips every single year. That would be me, yeah. Um, or I'd just be like wasted, like, oh, thanks for the award. <laughs> I feel you on that. I'm like, yeah. maybe me a little bit too there. Yeah. I must say, I've definitely messed up talking in before um and if i you know a lot of these things that we go to like public things and they have like alcohol there yes if i have even one drink i am not i'm horrible oh really yeah nonsense. so somebody's like hey i have this coke and suddenly it's got like 
Yes. Bacardi in, and then you're like, oh. Uh, oh yeah, dude. What's happened there? I completely <laughs> mess it up. I get so in my head and I can't handle it. But trust me, afterwards, like walking off the stage, I'm like taking shots of tequila yeah. sometimes. Okay, now this is cool. So um, you also have been nominated. You yes. are qualified re- remodeler for one of the top 500 yes. in America. Yes, correct. That is very exciting. And also on here, it does not say, as I was researching you, it does not say where this comes from either. Oh, it's put together by whoever it is in whoever in wherever in the world. Really, really, really important people. Like statistics of COVID. It's it's from the <laughs> same place that we get the statistics <laughs> from COVID. You don't throw yourself under the bus like that. Um, it was put together by the CDC. Oh, God. Oh. CD, CD, BB, D, CD. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. Squared. <laughs> Hold on. I do want to say this, though. Whenever you guys see an English contractor vehicle out in the wild around town, yeah. take a picture of it and post it and tag Craig because it's super, super fun, yeah. I would say. Since I just told just a couple people that I've, uh-huh. that I, um, they, that you're coming on today, just, I mean, like five yeah. girlfriends, right? Yeah. They're like, I love when I see the cars around. What yeah. is he like? And I'm like, oh my God, we should start a thing. Yeah. I'm going to start a thing. That's it, yeah. Tag tag the English contractor vehicles. It'd be like, oh, I've seen the Winamobile. Yes, yes. <laughs> How many do you have of those? Because they're around my hood all the time these days. Uh, I think we have seven or eight. Mm. Yeah, which are liveried up. So it's good. Yeah, yeah, you should see it. And, and then you should go and say, See who the driver is. We can spot the driver. We can have, like, the most popular. And, and we can also, they're also tracked so we can know where they are. <laughs> oh, nice. I must say the last time, because I, when I did that to you and sent you, yeah. like, a message over, I almost went up and said hi to the guys and, like, took a picture with you them. You should have, yeah. I will next time. Because, yeah. honestly, I was being selfish. I was in the middle of a jog, and I was like, I don't, That's fine. I don't want to, you know. But yeah, you were running past, and, like, they would have been like, this lovely blonde lady, all sweaty, come running towards me. Ooh, that's really not that's not the vibe I give off when I'm exercising. Not like, at all. Can I take a picture? Hey! It's like, yeah. uh, get in the van. Let's go. <laughs> uh, you know Craig? Uh, yeah, Craig's, Craig's not around here. We don't know him. <laughs> this is not the English contractor. No, no, no. We just stole the van. <laughs> okay, I think this is really great. Uh, just... Just to talk, because every time we talk, it's like six hours. I yes, would say, um, so last time we did this, it was like a three-hour conversation for yeah. the podcast. And yeah. then when you did the workout video, you came over. Then you, I remember you stayed until I like had to go to work. That's right, yeah, yeah. And it was so much fun. Yeah. Like every time. Yeah. You know, so just just put it out there. We so. just hang out. We just do anything. Yeah. It's true. It's good. Talk me about random things, you know, like. Usually it's kind of either directed towards English. And I always get the people like, oh, my great, 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 great auntie was from England. And you're like, oh, wonderful. Like, do you know her? Her, her name, name was is... Trevor. And you're like, actually, I do know the lady named Trevor. <laughs> Did she live in a house? And they're like, oh, yes. You're like, on a street. Oh, yes. You're like, wonderful. Crazy. You're a psychic. It's yeah, it's great. Oh, my gosh. But it's also good when, you know, people... You, you know, they kind of like, oh, do you like bangers and mash? And you're like, oh, yeah, I love bangers and mash. You know? Bangers and mash is sausage and mashed potatoes, right? Correct, yeah. We pray I mean, bangers and mash is delicious. It is. And beans on toast. I love lots of things like that. Beans on toast? Heinz baked beans. And it's mm. really weird because even though Heinz is a U.S. company, they don't make Heinz baked beans in the U.S. Really? Where do they yeah, make them? I think they make them in England because we can only get them in England. Oh. Yeah, I have to get to that friendly place. Sounds like jungle. Gems. That's him, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. I get there and I go and, you know, 
stroll through the international selection and buy cases upon cases of beans. <laughs> Okay. Well, I've never been um, to the UK. Really? Or, yeah, I've never been to uh, Europe. It's crazy. Whoa, that's it. That's the latest series. Yeah. Natalie and Craig go to Europe. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> God. That would honestly be so dope. Because... It'd be like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Let's go! Yes! Oh, my God. Okay, so I honestly... Um, I'm really fortunate that I ended up in radio. Very lucky. But I always wanted to have my own travel show. That's it. Like then. I graduated college and was like, I'm going to go to TV and do this, but first I want to go traveling, and then I just got caught up in Colorado and. Well, that's it. Doing dope stuff out there. We can do a yeah. show. Uh, Wish you were here. That was ah. that, it. Was like that years ago. Actually, uh, there was a, a lady called Judith Chalmers in the UK, and she'd be like, and and now I am just entering Mallorca, and everybody, I wish you were here, <laughs> and everybody's like. Bitch, please. <laughs> Actually, you know, um, you know, have you seen the Zac Efron Netflix series, uh, Down to Earth? No, I haven't. But I will. Look it's amazing. At it. So that honestly is my dream show. After I started working in environmental um, studies yeah. stuff, whatever, um, he, I have been saying that a dream, another dream, as you know, you have four thousand. One of them, like, in order to make climate change acceptable you have to make it cool and in yes. order to do that you have to make it sexy so that yes. all generations like sex sells and i was like y'all yeah. we got to sell out the environment and That's just sex it, yeah. it up and zach efron does that on the show and really? he makes it so charming and charismatic and he's hot as fuck and it's zach efron so yeah. check it out and he travels all over the world and they tackle all different environmental and like life longevity issues etc cetera, etc cetera. that'd be great it's good so what countries would what, what's what's your top three countries you'd visit uh, Greece, India, Turkey. Really? Yes. Wow. So I have visited... Ooh, and Japan. Close for Japan is on, like, one of my top lists. Yeah. Yeah, I, I sort of... Um, James May did a, a series on Netflix about mm-hmm. Japan. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Great. Like, really, really cool. Really opened my eyes up to the culture and everything yeah. else. And I was like... I want to get to Japan. It seems like their culture is so rich and so respected. It's like, yeah, respect is, is a key thing. And I was mm-hmm. like, I want to go there. I obviously want to travel more around the U.S. because I've traveled to a lot of states. I want to do Alaska. Um, mm, I've, been, I've been to Turkey. How's that? Turkey's wonderful. I yeah. can speak a little bit of Turkey. Really? Yeah. What can I say something? Um, çok güzel. What does that mean? Very nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. Uh, what is Turkey like? I mean, I've been to like, I don't even, nothing. Turkey. Um. Personal experience of Turkey is a phenomenal country. The mm. people, the culture, everything. They're very accepting and warmth. Um, if you are genuine, like in Turkey, you know, if you said to somebody, hey, could I have a, got a cup of water? They'd give you a meal. Oh, they wow. are so, like, and it's not that they are a real rich company, but they're mm-hmm. very understanding just for their culture of, like, help each other and everything else. And it's so good. And Istanbul is one of the most, I don't know, historical, beautiful cities I've ever been to. Really? There's just so much to see. Like, it, it's it's really good. But I've been, you know, like, I've been to the coast. I've been all over. Mm. Um, you know, the Mediterranean. Just, yeah. It's, and I've got, a, actually, I've got a fair few friends who are actually good friends from Turkey. Yeah. Any from England, like, it's a four-hour flight and, you know, 200 pound, and you're like, hey, or you can eat, yeah. <laughs> or you can drink. Away you go. Um, but yeah, we should arrange like this European trip. We can do Oktoberfest. Yes, I guess in 2021. Yeah, that's it. I can reminisce, <laughs> reminisce. Oh my god. Well, be careful because I can drink a whole lot of beer. I can drink like a linebacker. 
Really? Yes. That's great. Mm-hmm. One of my key things I remember from Oktoberfest is obviously because, you know, that's where I met my wife. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. I remember this. <laughs> we'll get to all of that after yeah, all this. Yeah. Isn't it great? Like that's, you know, yes. um, is uh, one of my good friends stood up on a table and chugged through a complete litre of beer oh in one, God. in one. And everybody, like, there's about 20,000 people in this tent was like, whoa, <laughs> this dude's got hollow legs. And he like, literally just kind of litre. And I was like, there you go, bomber, top lad. <laughs> it was really great. So, um, yeah, Greece, I've done Greece. That, that's that's very similar culture to Turkey. Turkey, yeah. Um I want to get to New Zealand as well. Me too. I have a lot of friends from New Zealand and Australia, from Colorado, like this because yeah, yeah. seasons are opposite. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all are, they're crazy people. And I, we are, I fit in with them very much. Yeah, that's what I would yeah. say. But well, you I, would as I usually well. come from the motherland. I'm from the motherland. People always say to me, what part of Australia are you from? Like, I'm from the far north, <laughs> right at the very top, <laughs> the motherland. You know, one of my friends almost married a woman from um, Tanzania. Tanzania. Right? Is that tart? I think so. Yeah, I said that correctly, right? I think so. Or Tasmania. Tasmania. Holy shit. Oh Tanzania. I was going to say, like, <laughs> Tanzania. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That's As I was saying that, I was like, I know this is And wrong. welcome to everybody from Tanzania. <laughs> yeah, Tasmania. Tasmania. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's meant to be like... It's on place as well. Yeah, it's super. They don't let anybody in, no, and so he like, even marrying a girl from there. She, he was. It's super hard for him to um like get citizenship, like years long really? process and everything. Yeah, I think the UK now is kind of trying to strike up a deal. They just struck up a deal with you. Wonderful. Mm. <laughs> um, they're trying to open up some kind of free travel between um, Australia and the UK, very similar to what's going on. With Canada and the UK, with Canada and Australia, because like they've got this free arrangement. Like you, I don't even know if you need a visa or nothing, but it's really easy to travel. Oh, cool! I did not know that. Yeah. Well, speaking of traveling, let's yeah. just give a quick bio yeah. of you, because I know yeah. even though we, we so Craig Russell, you are the English contractor here in Cincinnati, soon yeah. to be famous worldwide, known English contractor Craig Russell. So heard it here first. Yeah. Um, where are you originally from? I am from England. You're originally from England. From an area called the Black Country. The Black which, Country. Which is just north of Birmingham. And lots of people always jump up and down and say, have you ever seen the Peaky Blinders? <gasps> I was just going to say, I watched Peaky <laughs> Blinders over oh, COVID. No. I love it. So that's where I'm from, where oh. the Peaky Blinders is set. Really? Yes, yes. Well, the Black Town? What? The Black Country. Yeah, the Black, the Black Country. Country. And it's called the Black Country because of... We are the birthplace of industry. Yeah. So we're very famous for oil yeah. and, and lots and lots of different goods. Um, we also have like a huge museum there in Dudley. Uh-huh. And um, the that's where the Peaky Blinders is filmed. Quite a lot of the Peaky Blinders, like the Peaky Blinders pub. And mm-hmm. I, I've, I've never really watched it. Is that bad to say that? No. Because no, if I watch it, I'll be like, oh, look, there's the pub. Oh, look, there's the post box. Oh, there's the sweet shop and there's the chip shop and yeah and everything else that's super cool so that's basically about it like it's yeah but um it, it's funny because my accent is it's kind of a little bit watered down i guess now um the closest to anglo-saxon english mm-hmm. so they say what are different accents in of english like? oh there's tons you know you've got liverpoolian you've got yorkshire lancashire you know gotcha. southern 
Oh, I guess just like in America. Yeah, 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 just exactly the same. But we also, uh, like from my area, we use a lot of, I guess a lot of different words, like words where in the US, you know, if you ask for a pop, some people like, you want a pop? What's a pop? You know, some Mm -hmm. people want a soda, some people want a Coke. It's like it changes for wherever you are. Mm -hmm. You know, like we don't even call a dog a dog. Call it a whammel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's really weird. Like yeah, but you tell somebody that riffing. If you could, if like if the Anglo-Saxon dialects where you're from, if you could compare it to um, <laughs> some places <laughs> in America, it would probably be like Louisiana. Oh, nice. <laughs> like be real deep south. Yes, like, I love Louisiana accents. They the way they talk in their dialect is you can tell it. Um, it's I feel like it's it sticks out. Yeah, it's it definitely sticks out where mm-hmm. we're from. Um, and and it's it, it's not I don't know it's not the most popular accents in the UK either. People are like, who do I tell you? Yeah, you know it's really funny. People don't. Ah, okay. Yeah, people are like, oh, oh, it's that accent, is it? <laughs> yeah. So it's not really the best. The dodgy. Accent. Yeah, like like Liverpoolian and everything else. You know, it's kind of funny. Nice. That suits you. you and know? Uh, Newcastle, Geordie is probably one of the people. Most people are like the Geordie accents. Way man. Mm. You know. Coca Cola. <laughs> they, they got this certain, uh, I don't know, softness with that accent. Oh, gotcha. A little bit more refined. But yes. I think it really suits you because you're, you are refined, but not at all. You Correct. understand it, but you're, you're not. Yeah, I'm kind of like um, a rough diamond. <laughs> wow. Very much so. They, they call me the bulldog because I'm always like soft and cuddly, and then I bite. Yes, that, that makes so much sense. Yes. Guys, you know, they said a smell, but I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're from Vera, yeah, and you, um, you know, everyone's upbringing really shapes them. Yes. And yours has shaped you a lot. I guess, yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. You once told me a story, and if you don't feel comfortable saying it now, no, then fine. that's fine. You once told me a story. Did um, something happen when you were like eight, right? Uh, or young? Your dad? Was oh, it I was a 16. car accident. Your I was dad? sixteen. Yeah, my dad died. My dad got killed when I was sixteen. And was it a car accident? In you know, a motorcycle accident. Motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and actually, my mom just died this year. <gasps> That's right. March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I'm an orphan. Yeah. I'm gonna be on the steps singing Annie the musical. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make that funny, but you did. <laughs> Please um, help me. <laughs> do you know what somebody said to me? They said you don't, you don't really grow up until your parents pass. And do you feel? That no, that... no. Now I'm like nobody has control over me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad now. No, well, I guess I don't know, but I get learning from, I don't know, learning from an early age of you know not having that father figure around to a certain mm-hmm. extent. It it does kind of in in a mental way, kind of stands to you because you know you don't have that pat on the back and well done son and whatever yeah. else and that. Um, even though I've got a stepdad and he's, you know, he's a great guy and everything mm-hmm. else. Um, he's, you know, he's a bit old, characteristic stuff, stuff, put me safe in, stiff up, um, you know, but we, we get on great and stuff and, um, but you kind of just find your own way in life with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people are like that. And I kind of, I think that's what turned me into the way I am with the drive and success to kind of, yeah. you know, I've got to prove to myself, not anybody else, just yeah. myself. And that's the, that's the good thing, you know, you just kind of drive it forward. I hear you on that for sure. I feel like you, you have to make yourself proud, and in order to make yourself happy, yeah. you, have, you make your own standards. 
whatever Course. it is. You know? you know, and I'm always, I'm like, I'd rather help people out than anything. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not always about, you know, that kind of dollar amount. You know, I'm genuinely, if somebody's, you know, it's kind of funny when you walk around town and you see these people like, oh, I need money, I'm an alcoholic, I need a beer. And you kind of like, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, if you just took the time to sit down with them and you talk to them and you, you find the most remarkable stories that they've been successful businessmen, they've had problems in their life or they've had, you know, they've had companies they were dealing with who never paid them, which put them into a financial situation. And then next thing you know, these people are really smart and they're on the streets and they're just trying to get by in life. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like we've just got to treat each other right. Yeah. And that's, you know, if you treat somebody how you want to be treated, you're going to get a lot further in life than... Yeah. And a smile goes a long way. Mm-hmm. If you walk to somebody and they smile back, it's going to, they're, going to, they're going to remember that for the rest of the day. They're going to be like, you know what, that person smiled at me. Yeah. Unless it's me. And then they're like, oh, look at that fat, creepy bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Is he wearing pantyhose? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've noticed. Have you been walking around by the courts? Because like, that's like, is he wearing pantyhose? You're like, uh, I'm sure he's not dressed appropriately. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but what you said speaks volumes. It's super huge. And I, um, I agree with you. And I think that's, I mean, that's a great philosophy. I think the why. I would say, yep. you know, that accounts to your success. And you don't care about the money thing no, or whatnot a- no. at all. But so you found you've been really great in America because yep. you met your wife and then you guys moved o- and then you moved over here after yes. you guys met. Yep. But were you what were you doing in the UK before you came over to America? I um, well, obviously, there was a bit of a downturn in work. So I um, I was actually in construction. So first of all, I went in the military when I was 16 to mm-hmm. 22. When I left the military. Years. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, you're lucky in England. You can go in the military when you're 16. Nice. That was my great high school because I got the eye on the prize. I was like, I'm going to go and serve my country. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously what I did. And hey-ho, away we go. So then I came out and I was dating a girl at the time. And her dad was um, like a plasterer, builder and everything else. And I, um, I went with him and did with him and stuff like that. With uh, you? With this girl I was dating at the time. Okay. I did it with her dad. So and this before. is before or after you got out of the army? That was after I got out of after. the army. Yeah. So can I be, um, so your dad right. passed, then you went into the army, yeah. and then you got out of the army. Yeah, 22, and, yeah. And then you started doing construction stuff with your girlfriend. 22, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I did that like with, that was like I did a four-year apprenticeship with him, so I was like 26-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell out with a girl and... <laughs> Obviously, I fell out with him, yeah. <laughs> so life didn't go well with him. So then I was kind of, you know, just doing some jobs with other people, and then I kind of said, "Forget it, I'm going to do this myself." Yeah. So I started my own construction, doing a lot of smaller jobs, and then just worked my way up, doing bigger and bigger jobs. Um, and then obviously, when the whole world kind of construction kind of crashed, it was like, "Oh dear." In 2008. I- yeah, I was like, "What am I going to do?" Um, and then I kind of reverted back to my skills, obviously, in the Army. I was a driver, mm-hmm. um, so I could drive semis and everything else. So I went to drive for a nice. company, like an agency driving semis. And then I, they took me on in the office. I was like, great. And then from there, the, the guy I was working with at the time, he was like, hey, Craig, we could start our own agencies. Like, you've got a lot of skills with people, a lot of skills with driving, a lot of skills with construction. Let's do this. So that's basically what I did. I started and said I would supply drivers, plasterers, you know, anything, secretaries, packers, 
whatever else. And we got like 300 people a day working for us. Nice. Um, wow. And, and then from there, obviously, that was a good long business. And, you know, I got on well with Andy, my business partner. And then I obviously met my wife. Mm-hmm. And I took approximately a year and a half off sabbatical. Um, it is. <laughs> you you word, said it very well. The word of the day is sabbatical. <laughs> Actually, I took a break. Yeah. For the easier people. That's Hello. amazing. Because <laughs> you already had, but you have, how many kids do you have? I have four. You have four kids. And how many did you have when you met your wife? I had two. Two. Yeah, because right. I was previously married and everything else. Gotcha. Which obviously... Yeah. Was worth blowing over. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's it. So I was kind of process of divorce and everything else, um, and then I, I was like, okay. And I met this girl at Oktoberfest, mm. who was with her drunken friends from Wittenberg, mm-hmm. doing a sorority stuff. It's a great school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then from there, it, we kind of hung out for the day. I was there with some of the guys I played rugby with, mm-hmm. and uh, I says, "Oh, come and visit. I'll come and visit." And approximately ten days later, I landed in. CVG Airport. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, great. Hoping that this girl was going to pick me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she did. She and picked me up. I stayed I stayed the weekend. Um, and I stayed at the downtown, one of the hotels. And what actually was really funny is one of the first places, that actually the first place I ate when I came to Cincinnati was Narda. Yeah. Which is really strange because... Uh, Obviously, I'm like, oh, Mexican food. I'm never used to this. And I oh, always remember right. they, they come yeah. and serve me avocado. And I was, I was like, looked to my wife as such like then. I was like, what's this green shit? <laughs> <laughs> and it's been kind of a standard funny thing, like, what's the green shit? Um, oh, and now, obviously, I've actually just remodeled Nada. And obviously, I have a great working relationship <gasps> Wait, with... So you did the remodel? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> okay, so what me a full and, circle. Um, yeah, me and uh, obviously, uh, like, I've got a really great um, working relationship with uh, David Falk yeah. and the Boca Group and everything else. Well, oh, my God, my cousin is Josh Peaton. Do you know Josh who works in the office? Probably there? do. He knows scenes? me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he used to do um, Front of House at Boca. Yeah. Anyway, um... Uh, but wait, so the new Nada hasn't, I haven't been in there since it's reopened. Oh, it's had a, a new menu and it, oh, it's fantastic. Like, oh, I was like, I was lucky enough to get to really? the tasting menu. Yeah, I was like Peppa Pig. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, I haven't, so Nada's amazing because it has been a Cincinnati staple for like 20, 30 years. Yes. Now. How long has it been open? Oh, um, it's probably been 15 years, I oh, believe. I think it's got to be more than that. Really? I don't know. Well, they were, they were lucky enough that they, um, they got permission to extend the patio out. Yeah. So they extended the patio oh. out, so they've got more, obviously, outdoor seating and everything else. And it's just so, like, they, they did a fantastic job. The yeah. designer did a really great job. Aubrey was so good. Oh, my God, I love it. I can't wait. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, and they obviously revamped the menu, revamped the drinks, mm-hmm. and we got to sample them and, you know, just got a really good working relationship with them. Classic fib. And we it's just it. right. It's a great location. Oh, well, great. Well, that's wonderful. I yeah, cannot we'll, wait. We'll set, we'll set that up when we're doing our world travel series. Yes. Okay. That's we'll where start we'll there. meet. Yeah, we'll, and first, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get Tim Timmerman to video it. Yes. Actually, <laughs> hold on. He just texted me something. Yeah. Um, Tim is a, obviously on air here and a good friend of both of ours. Yeah. Okay. He just wrote, my his wife is an OBGYN. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, okay. Well, that's great. Yeah, we can start at NADA and that's where we can plan out everything we're going to do. Yeah, that's it. We could just do like, we could do our world tour 
Yeah. I think we do a world tour around Cincinnati. Okay. Oh, we totally can. Dude, yes. We Cincinnati could think offers about... so much more than people understand. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a great Discover Cincinnati thing? Yeah. Actually, I was reading some things that Cincinnati is one of the most, um, like, best places to kind of get a start on the property ladder and everything else. You know what? I was just um, going to walk through a house in Milford yesterday. Yesterday was not Sunday. On Sunday, yeah. we supposed to. But when I talked to the realtor, obviously, I'd be a first home buyer. And yeah. the house, I want a tiny house on a lot of property. Yeah. And this house was just from the outside. I could tell it's ridden in mold and needs to be demolished. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I can't afford this. I don't know what the purpose I don't know if it's even worth me walking through. So yeah, I you should have talked it. to me about it because I'm pretty from out that way. No way. I'm pretty. That's what I would love to live. Well, see, you live in Terrace Park, which yeah. I would love to live there, but yeah. I can't afford it. So, but because I'm married to a doctor. Oh, stop! <laughs> oh my God, hold on. You hang out with Joe all the time. That's right. We talked about it last night. I'm married to everybody. <laughs> um, I'm sure you guys get in a lot of trouble. I call you this tricksters. I um. I, I, I try not to get into trouble. Yeah, okay, I, you're bad. I, mean, you're, I, I did close the swimming pool there last yeah. <laughs> The swimming pool just closed on Sunday. I was like, yeah, I'm the last person at the pool. <laughs> I'll leave you that there. Oh, my God. Okay, so isn't there like a private, um, not a private, I mean, but like there's like kind of like a like a water reserve that only certain people in like certain areas oh, yeah, can go um, to? Yeah, oh, Hidden Valley. Yeah. So if you're from Indian Hill, if you have Indian Hill water, you get a pass to go around mm. there. It's really cool, actually. It's like these gravel pits and everything else. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of wildlife. Let's talk um, off the mic, because I my ideal place to go would be Camp Denison. Yes. But, um, I mean, I'm on a little budget as a first-home buyer. So. You can you can get places in Camp Denison. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, none that I saw on Zillow in just my 45-minute search. Just drive around that room. Yeah, I mean, that's what's my love does. love driving through. Okay, we'll talk. You just have to meow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, I got an old piece of shit car. It makes us more like... <laughs> Actually, you know what sucks? I have a Toyota, and the the engine is beautiful and runs like a dream, but every, every other part of the body is falling apart, so it, like, rattles when it drives and that's stuff. That's not my body. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I got a beautiful body. I got a really good engine, but everything else is falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> that's why the pantyhose. And yeah. Yeah. Just suck it all in. Yeah. Okay. So on, yeah. on your life journey, so then you move. Um, so then you, then you come to America. Yeah. And this is in what year did you move here officially? I moved here officially, 2010. 2010. And since then, as a kind of, we'll just sum it up. When did you start the English contractor? I started off as the English handyman. Okay. Um. So I started off, and my wife donated her old Explorer to me. Nice. And I'll chuck chuck. Explorer, so I used to go around and fix people's small, like small drywall patches, fix their door locks, and, yeah. and then people would say, "Hey, can you remodel my bathroom?" And I'd be like, "Yes, it's easy." And they're like, "Okay, <laughs> great." And then with that, then he would be like, "Could you remodel my garage?" I'm like, "Yes." So <laughs> onwards and upwards, then it would be like, "Could you build me a new house?" I'm like. Yes. Yes. So I just smash it. Grudgingly. Yeah. Climb so, the ladder. Well, yeah. we do lots of things. You yeah. Know, so, um, yeah. So basically, like anything from remodeling a home, like, you know, it's mm -hmm. kind of, we, I love the remodeling aspect because you get to repurpose and think about, you know, you open the walls up or you look at it and there's like stories. Yeah. You know, that that's house has given you, you know, it's, it's those stories. And, you know, have you ever sat on a rock and thought, how many people have sat here? Yes. I, I had that kind of experience when I was in Moab. I laid on a rock mm -hmm. and I was kind of like, 
How many people have lied here? Yeah. How many thousands of people? That's what I love about, um, I think, when you go to big um, natural yeah. natural wonders. Yeah. Especially like the, um, the uh, Sequoia National Park. Yeah. Those trees are so huge and have yeah. been around. They're like dinosaurs. Yeah. You're like, how many people have been here? Yeah. The life that these things could tell. Uh-huh. Yeah. The life that rock could tell. It was once in an ocean, you yeah. know? And then it lived exactly. through all of these things. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. I think that's so grounding and so important. It, it is, keeps yeah. your head on right and keeps it so humble and um, to be constantly living in a state of giving. Yeah. Um, present of your surroundings, I think, is uh, ideal. And you seem to do that well. Of course, because we're only here for, like, we're really, really, like, just here on the earth for a very short time. Mm-hmm. You know, as much, you know, you're, like, oh, 100 years old. But, you know, when you go and pick up a rock on the side of the Ohio River. You're like, how long's this rock been here? You know, how did it, it, did it start off as a boulder? Yeah. It actually started off as a mountain. I love this sober stoner moments. Yeah. I love those. Those Sorry. are it's just, it's just these yeah. little things. And yeah, you know, you kind of just, sometimes you just wish you could get that flashback snippet of something. Yeah. Stay um, in a state of wonder. Yeah. What is the most important thing in your life? Do you think other? Well, yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. just go. What's, um, the most important thing in my life, I think it's just to, just to feel good. Yeah. Because some days you feel good and some days you don't feel good. And sometimes you you kind of have to just understand projection, you know, mm-hmm. how, how you're kind of trying to do things. And then sometimes people project, you know, their problems towards you. And, and especially like even with house building, you know, where people are like, oh, the washing machine's leaked or this is not working. And you kind of like put it into perspective of life. You know, there's people who have like not got running water. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you know, the, the biggest thing I wish we could do at the minute is like everybody, if we could just pick up a bucket and get to California or Oregon and like let's just oh, form a God. human chain and try and like and, – and it's not to protect homes. It's just protect – Everything, because yeah. we're talking to the homes of wildlife. We're talking to the homes of mm-hmm. a lot of things. Yeah, you know, we're talking of trees which have been there, living there for three, four hundred years. And I know it's nature, but you know, it's kind of we worry about we worry about the wrong things sometimes. Yeah, we get hyper focused on the wrong things. Yeah, um, you know, like sometimes we get hyper focused on politics, and we're not going there. We got hyper, like just. Just kind of think about other people. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes if you see somebody in a restaurant and, you know, they've got a couple of kids, like, instead of kind of saying, oh, look at those kids there misbehaving, whatever else, maybe just go and sit down and be like, hey, can I colour with your kids or something? Like, people <laughs> might think you're a bit strange, but sometimes that mom might be working two or three jobs and, you know, the dad's mm-hmm. working hard and they're just trying to, you know, take their kids out for the once in the month. They take them to breakfast at IHOP and... You know, the kids are all excited and it's a little bit wild. And, you know, rather than like, oh, those kids are not very well behaved. They've knocked the milk over or whatever else. Just, just try and help. Just help. It seems like you know what it's like to need a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've been there. Like, yeah, I'm, I grew up like what you would class like your section eight. You yeah. know what I mean? I grew up poor. Like, yeah. You know, my parents worked for everything they wanted and, and everything else. And, and you you get a completely different understanding of life, I think, when you've been there. Um, and, and as much as, you know, I'm not 
disrespecting people who've you know been very fortunate in life um fair play because a lot of people do a lot of wonderful things when they're in that position they can do mm -hmm. but it, you know it's it, it's just you know just walking you've never walked in somebody's shoes and sometimes they'll tell you the most amazing stories yeah you know there's a lot of stories out there you know whether it's just you know even if it's just the jail you know you're kind of mm -hmm. like well you've been to jail for and he's like well i've been to jail for this and you know you just never ever know you know on this past Thanksgiving, we had just found out that my dad had stage four cancer mm -hmm. a couple days before, and I did the turkey trot. And then on the way home from the turkey trot, I stopped at the, I stopped and got bought a pie or something. I didn't make one. And yeah. uh, anyway, and there was a man, a homeless man in a wheelchair, and I got out of my car at a red light, yeah. and like went up and like put my hand on his leg and like yeah. looked him in the eye yeah. and like gave him money, you know. Yeah. And he, we talked for a couple of minutes, and yeah. he said he has like he's a vet and has such bad PTSD, and he just like never got it together again. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, take you, and I said, can I take you to a shelter today? Yeah. It's Thanksgiving. There's so many meals going on, and he yeah. was like, I can't handle crowds. Like I'd yeah. rather just be here. Please just yeah, leave me alone. Of course. And um, really opened my eyes. I yeah. feel like um, with homeless. I mean, just in general, you go. Yeah. I go off and on of being like frustrated yeah, and like I don't want to yeah, be course. get around, around. Like I don't like going to the grocery store and getting asked for money while I'm in the grocery store. Yes, that's happened exactly. to me before, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, there's so you know the give and take. I think it's wonderful to stay abreast to it. Yeah, there are so many people that I know who don't, who have zero sympathy or compassion. Yeah, I'm or empathy, and it blows my mind. I'm not about giving them money because I'd rather kind of just kind of. Sometimes I think if you just give them 15, 10 minutes of your time can mean mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. And, and it's not that you've got to talk. Sometimes it's just listen. Yeah. You know, you just sit down and be like, hey, how you doing? Like, you know, can I go and get you a coffee? Like, you, some people are like, yeah, please. Like, and we know people have problems and everything else. We're all, we all come from the same place and we yeah. all end up in the same place. Mm -hmm. We just write our own different books. Okay, so you tell stories by... Being the Ingus co contractor and remodeling things and all this stuff, and you've been on television and all. We have your own television series, one season. Season two is TBD. Yes. And have you ever thought of like starting your own nonprofit or anything? You seem to really be a giver. Oh, I'm not a taker. He <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> um, even though my wife's an and I'm like, keep them fingers off me. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I've never thought about that. I I guess I would like to possibly, I, I don't know, I kind of, you know, a lot of things being juggled around in the world. And, mm -hmm. you know, I really I really feel we could probably explore a lot of things where, you know, downtown we could kind of talk to people and, you know, really, yeah. there's a lot of ways people could challenge, like channel a lot of things because, you know, there's people who are, you know, just getting by who have a lot of skills. Mm -hmm. Um and it's amazing how you kind of, when you, you know, you talk to somebody and they're like, yeah, mom, I'm a carpenter. And you're like, wow, like, okay. They just need the tools or the materials. Yeah. And that's it, you know. Just I need guess. support. Support yeah, that's love. It, yeah. People yeah, just exactly. need someone to be like, you yeah. can do it. I love you. And yeah, then you're just, like, I am superwoman or man. Yeah, you know, people. You know? And that's and that's it. You're like, e people can do anything they want to do. Yeah. Um, and people always uh, like look at me and they're kind of really. And I'm like, yeah, I moved to America. 10 years ago with nothing and I still... But you had but, support. 
I slowly, but st yeah, I had support, my wife. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I started to build a business and I would re... I invest in my people. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. I invest yeah. in my people. And we're all family and everybody... That's that's what it is. Success with family, you know. And do we argue and bicker? Of course we do. We're mm -hmm. like, we're not, you know. Oh God, it's like around here. Or yeah, sure. yeah. Like I bitch my people out all the time about mm -hmm. random stuff and everything else. But then do we do we get together and have crazy times? Yeah, we've been out skiing in Colorado. We get to Keeneland on a bus. I just took three of my guys to Soto the other week. Ooh, uh, is it open? Yeah, it was open. It just kind of started to open. Cool. And the, the the kind of my insight was to that is obviously we're working with David and his house and that. And I was like, I want to show you guys what Chef does. This is how he is with his business and his food. So we can channel that into his house. So they kind of like, they took that as an experience of like, like like seeing it on the other side of yeah. like wow the attention to detail here and this just a lot of things it just really worked out well it was kind of it was like you know the guys were really like we can see this and we can taste this wow what a great lesson you're teaching them and also that's a really uh, great way to approach it you yeah. really get to know the people of course like you can you know it, it's it's a bit like you know you're dealing with somebody and they're like what do you do you're like on oh, radio host and show and whatever else but then they. They just think that you sit there and talk all the time. And they're like, no, do you know the preparation? And, mm -hmm. you know, it's like school teachers. It's like, oh, so the school teacher just turns up, puts the overhead protector on, and no. No. They have so much work to yeah, do. So it's much, the planning yeah. and preparation that people then get to, you know, have a good handle on it, and they understand it, and they're like, I totally get it, how hard these people work, you mm -hmm. know. And then that's – it's just – sometimes it's it's not just easy – and yeah. that's, it's just opening people's eyes to be like, hey, we know it's not easy. Yeah. But yeah. you know what's great, though, is if you make it look easy, that means you're doing it right and you're doing it well. Yeah. Like a swan. I'm just gliding down the <laughs> river, paddling like shit. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I watch the barges come by. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, oh, that barge makes it look so easy. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. Not really. Ah, <laughs> hit the bridge. <laughs> Back it up. <laughs> So tell me what is um like what is your dream in life? What's you know? my dream in Put, life? And before you say anything, can I say you seem to be someone who just not just um but who goes through life day by day and just tries to make the best of it and it just happens to be getting better? Yes. Gotcha. That's pretty good, yeah. yeah. I um I don't really have a dream in life. Yeah, that's nice. it because I guess because of just my own life experiences, I know that can change in the blink yeah. of an eye. You know, my, like I said, my dad got killed in a road accident and then my mom literally just, boom, one afternoon, your heart attack dead. Jesus, uh, fuck, really? Yeah. Out of nowhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, it was out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, literally I just got a phone call off my sister and it was like, uh, where are oh, you? Oh, God, I'm so sorry. You know what, now that you say that, I do remember when you were here in March yeah. and we were recording mm -hmm. and you said, my mom died 10 days ago. Yeah. And I was like, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, it's fine. It's his, Yeah, because, you know, you, you kind of... You, you, grieving is a real hard thing for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, and I I guess I kind of got into a bit of a dark place when I was younger. But you kind of, you learn that what would they want you to do? You know, and they want you to brush yourself up, get up, shake it off. And, and you know, go and plant some seeds, go and do something. Yeah. Go and make it positive rather than negative. Yeah. You know. You know what, um, just from 
personal experience yeah. as well. The dark places I used to really live in them. Yes. And make them mine. Yes. And, you know, um, but I feel like I had this arm around me that was like, woe is me, but not. Like, I didn't realize yeah. how victimizing I was. Uh -huh. And I would just live in this dark place and be like, this is just it. Like, yeah. white and black. Yeah. And now when I see those places and I can feel them yeah. coming, especially yeah. during COVID times, it's yes. been touch and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Isn't it great to kind of be, do you find yourself on the other side of it now? It's like, it's there. I'm not, yeah. not going to live in it. But yeah, like, I, I have to. I'm, um, there's times where I have to have that little decompression on stuff, but I'm a people's yeah. person. And I have to kind of, you know, I'm one of these, like, let's go to Vegas, but I'm going to be doing it on Friday afternoon. Let's go to Vegas. If I'm planning it out, oh, it's a shit show. Like, it doesn't work. It's like, oh, great. You get there and you're like, oh, boring. Okay. But I'm like, spur of the moment, let's do it. Like, let's get a helicopter, let's fly. Or, yeah, that's when excitement is high. Yeah, yes. let's get the red bikes and let's ride around the city, whooping yeah. and hollering. Like, that's the, the, the best kind of days are the days which are unplanned. Yeah, um, for sure. And that's just, that's just how I am at the minute. Like, I kind of, things are planned, but they're unplanned. And it, it's, it's always good because it, it just... You know, do you have that extra couple of beers? Yeah, I did on Sunday night, even though it was like a school night and should have mm -hmm. been home having a bath and everything mm. else. But I, I paid for it Monday morning. But you know what? <laughs> the people, other people had the Bengal flu and we're all yeah. good, so it's fine. <laughs> we're just rock and roll. But, uh, you know, it's we're like, yeah, it's literally, like I, I don't have any life goals. I just, I just, you know, just do what you got to do. And, um, it's kind of funny because everybody always says to me, they they always remember me for mm -hmm. some reason. And I guess it's just I've got that ability and personality yes. to leave an impression on people. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I think that's a great thing to have and that's a great life skill. And if somebody could take away anything, just the smallest thing, just that smile, that smile is everything. That smile is everything to everybody to just, you know, you're having the worst day ever and somebody just smiles and tells you, have a good day or whatever else. Yeah. And, and I think Cincinnati does such a great job of that. You do. You know, Cincinnati's a really great place where they, you know, you could be sitting there crying under a tree and somebody would probably come up to you and say, hey, are you okay? You know, and, and then that's down to you, to whoever you say, yeah, I'm okay. Or, well, no, not really. And I'd just like to tell a stranger my problems. And you would do that. And you would probably find that when you you feel a different light and the world has lifted off your shoulders. Yeah, wow, you have so, a great experience, for sure. Wow, carrying all this, I don't know, it's just me and life. That's, yeah. that's all it is. And sometimes do I practice what I preach? Uh, no, I'm Nobody's like... perfect. No, it's like, yeah. you know, my wife will like, what's wrong? And I'll be like, nothing, nothing. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm like the Grinch, I am. Gruff, like that's it, yeah. Actually, my... Um, my wife gave my daughter a book the other day, obviously, about um, hormones and periods and, you mm -hmm. know, all this stuff. And then she said something about uh, PMS in the book. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really funny. They were talking about PMS. And then um, she, my daughter's, like, talking, and my wife's like, no, like, women usually get PMS. She's like, oh, so that's not what makes dad grumpy then. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, uh, no, but men get it too, though. Well, I guess that's what it is then. I've got PMS. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, like perpetual perma. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I get it. Leave me a new So, if you could give any, any, um, I would say, hold on, I'm going to make this two part. Yeah. 
for people who know you, what yeah. do you think is like the number one word people use to describe you? Wanker. Wanker. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> He's a wanker. That's a jerk. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you would say? Is that no, what you're going no, with? They, um, in, 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 they, they call me the bulldog, but they will tell you that I've got a big heart. Okay. And if you could, if you're giving advice to someone, yeah. what would you say? Um, follow your dreams. Mm. Always follow your dreams because you can, they are ascertainable. Like you, you've got to think outside the box. You've got to think. That's where most people are successful because they fought outside the box. Don't be a sheep. Somebody wakes up and they're scared to do their day. Yeah. What do you tell them? You've got to break that day down. You've got to identify. You've got to be like, it's like climbing a ladder and being afraid of heights. Mm -hmm. If you just climb that one step at a time, take a deep breath, compose yourself, maybe take a couple of steps back down. Yeah. And then take one step back up again and prove to yourself that, it can be done. Yeah, that's And great. I'm shit scared of odds. <laughs> really? Oh, we're taking yeah. you skydiving in Melbourne? I'm telling you in Melbourne. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> and then um, what is your life motto? Kai uh, Sarah, What will be, will be. Yeah. That's a great song. Well, yeah. that's actually also a lot more night. Russell is, that's their motto, Kai Sarah, Sarah. And oh, it really is what will be, will what be. What will be, will be. Yeah, because you can't change the past. And you why live on regrets? Because mm, mm -hmm. regrets will eat you up. True. Do you have any regrets? No. Okay. In the words of Robbie Williams, no regrets. No regrets. Yeah. And they don't work. <laughs> they do not at all. No. And if you could be any female recording artist in history, who would you be? Wow. Any female recording artist, Kylie Minogue. Really? I yeah, guess, why? I, I don't know. I love Carly because she's got such a great life story as well to a yeah. certain extent. She's very, you know, she started off young as an actress in mm -hmm. Neighbours and everything else. And then she's, you know, look at her. She's got everything in life, but she hasn't got everything she's always wanted. Because mm. she's, I don't know if she's married yet or not, but she went through breast cancer. She doesn't have any children. There's a lot of mm. things. If you kind of peel back the layers of the onion, mm -hmm. there's a lot there. And like, not that I know her or whatever else, and it's just my own interpretation of things. And I, I don't know. I just, that that's just the only, like, like the one that pops to mind. Like, mm. I just like Kylie and just stuff like that. All right. Yeah. Well, Craig Russell, the English contractor. Yep. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. And next time, um, well, when your season two comes out of your show, you're coming back. Okay? Yeah, and then we're scheduling around the world. Yes. With Natalie and Craig. Yes. Oh, I get to be first on that? Thank oh, of course. You. Yes. Oh, of course. You're the superstar. <laughs> and then we'll have somebody drive. We'll drive around in one of your English contractor vehicles. Yeah, that's what we'll do. City. We'll do it on a podcast. That'll be so much fun. We could do it, like, on a video. Like, not yeah. like TikTok stuff. We could do it on anything. I don't understand TikTok. Neither do I. Like I tried to do it. I've never done it. I've I've it's it, you know what? Have you ever like every time I open up the app I get a headache. It is there's too I, much going on. I haven't I even got the app it. and it's funny because like one of the girls at work, like I did a show in like I went to a construction show in Vegas and all the time I was there, 
she filmed me and Renee randomly and put together this TikTok video. And yes. she's like, you got loads of views. And I'm like, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, leave me alone. I need one of those for sure. Yeah, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, we, right. need, we need to do something. Mm-hmm. And we should get people to just, like, if they want to know any questions, tend to contact you. <laughs> we'll have a call in with Craig. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's true. So how can people contact you? Or how can uh, people can... find you? Oh, they can just Google the English contractor. Google the English contractor, and then what is your what are your Instagram handles? Uh, The English contractor. The English contractor, and then you have a personal at Craig Russell, but maybe he won't. It's a private account, right? Uh, That's like a website, like just for more stuff at Craig Russell TV, something like that. All right, so just Google the English contractor, and he is the guy that shows up. Yeah, cool, wonderful. And thanks for coming on. Thank you very much indeed for having me. Yeah, we did a great job. It's only 58 minutes long. Really? Yeah. Oh, baby. This is legendary for us. Oh, baby. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Person of Interest with Natalie Jones.